0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Beneath the Maze. I'm your host, BP Murray, with another stick of dynamite for you this week. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in and a special shout out to all who have helped share and support the podcast. As I discussed on social media, tonight's episode will focus on the small, complicated rules in society. Now, first off, many of the topics we have discussed thus far do qualify as small, complicated rules. You know, abortion, it's like murder is illegal, but you can kill people who are trapped inside the body of a woman. Or the transgender issue, you can be any gender you want, but women's rights apply to women, unless you're a man that identifies as a woman, blah, blah, blah. Right? Small, complicated rules. They make no sense whatsoever but the left has an agenda and they control the schools and the media so they make the rules and get to decide when and where they apply right many of these issues we have discussed qualify as small complicated rules labyrinth wall construction but we are going to go into one that is more difficult to identify more difficult to see on the surface. And then we will look at all the small complicated rules as a whole, an aerial view of the maze itself. So let's do it. Let's drill 60 feet beneath the maze for episode six, Small Complicated Rules. So as I mentioned earlier, small complicated rules tend to be a tangled knot A pretzel that makes no sense. Prostitution is illegal. But porn is legal. It's like you go out, you meet a woman, you have sex, that's legal. You go out, you meet a woman, you have sex, and you pay her. Well, that's illegal. You go out, you meet a woman, you have sex, you film it. And you pay her. Well, that's legal. Makes no sense. Porn is such a massive blow to individual growth and production in society. You and I cannot even comprehend how much porn hurts society. But we're going to try and comprehend it. Stay with me on this one. First, by show of hands, how many people want their daughters to do porn one day? Zero. How about your wife or your mom or your sister? Zero. Got it. So why is it legal? Well, Murray, uh, most people don't want their daughters to do skydiving or become an MMA fighter. So, should that be illegal? Eh, great great point. Those career paths have a significant life and death risk to them, like joining the military or becoming a police officer. So, let's disqualify careers of that nature. Porn does not have a significant life and death risk comparable to joining the military or being an MMA fighter or a police officer. So why does no one want their kids to do it? Is there any career path that would be universally rejected like porn is which does not have a significant life and death risk? Nothing comes to mind for me. You know what else is an interesting question? How much more porn does society need? You would think after 10 million videos that society would probably have enough, wouldn't you? You'd think after a million women have photographed themselves nude and filmed themselves having sex with other people you think that supply would meet demand at some point because you can just re-watch those same videos why does this never end how many more women need to be filmed on screen doing all these ridiculous things until the general public has a large enough library to sift through for their own personal pleasure How many more women need to fall into this life until the sick, corrupt men who exploit these women have decided they have had their fill? It is not just a business. Do not even try to convince me or yourself otherwise. The people that do this, they like what they do. They have found a loophole where they get to have sex with women and get paid to do it where they get to see tons of naked women on the regular and get paid to do it. Do you think women actually seek this out? No way. They are actresses that maybe didn't make it on the normal film, or they're approached and exploited by the porn industry, offered large amounts of money. They cave and then they are trapped So how does it continue? It is the men moving the needle. It is not the women who want to do what they are doing. It's the money that tempts the woman and the men that push them into it. How many children grow up saying I want to be a porn star when I'm an adult? No one wants this lifestyle no one wants it for their children daughters sisters mothers wives but it is allowed as far as porn goes is this not a modern day scene of the ruling class allowing the peasants to entertain them in this degrading and demeaning manner a manner in which they would never wish on themselves or their families but allow people who don't have power and money to participate in it, to entertain them. I say yes. Regardless of how you feel about porn overall, 18 is way too young to be able to participate in porn. I don't think women in high school should be allowed to be in porn. I think they should have to try real life first i personally would push it to 20 or 21. right now you can't drink alcohol at 18 but you can have sex on camera for money small complicated rules makes no sense you almost think it's designed that way on purpose don't you like the people in charge people making the rules knew it would be easier to influence younger women into a life of misery, darkness, and confusion into the maze. Oh, the, these women are rich, Murray. Why are you here? What is your ultimate goal as a living, breathing human being? It's just like I said in episode one, joy is the ultimate measure of success. As a woman, Joining the porn industry is going to make your life much more complicated and difficult in the future. Can you imagine trying to date a woman who has been in porn? Anyone at any time can just watch your girlfriend having sex on camera. You cool with that? And this is assuming she left the porn industry. So, you see, even if she leaves, that life follows her forever forever. You can't undo it. So that fact alone actually makes it harder to leave the porn industry. What hardworking, honest guy is going to date you knowing this? So now you've got to make a living on your own. And in many cases, you've already got accustomed to the salary that you had in the porn industry. And you likely don't have the skills or work experience to make that kind of money elsewhere so in order to leave the porn industry you have to downsize your lifestyle in all likelihood but dating and marriage and having kids is going to be very difficult individual growth is going to be difficult so where are you now stuck in the maze all because you were focused on money and didn't have a full understanding of how this decision would greatly impact your life. And because the spineless politicians years ago made a terrible decision, or lack thereof, to allow this, and to allow women to participate at such a young age. Or how about dating a woman that is currently in porn? How about that? Yeah, it's just, it's going to be difficult for the guy and for the girl. It's probably not going to happen. And what impact does porn have on society as a whole? Put yourself in the shoes of a young man, age 19, 20 in college with a smartphone and instant access to all the free porn on the internet. Well, certainly he's going to watch it, right? Perhaps on a daily basis. What does that do? Well, it might slow down his pursuit of women, right? After all, if a woman he likes just seems too difficult to pursue, or if he's having trouble making the move, then eh, no big deal. You can just watch Naked Woman Back at the Apartment and play video games and go to sleep. This is massive, my friends. Because what does this do to men? Pulls back individual growth. Instead of developing a relationship with a woman at the age of 18, 19, 20, or even in your early 20s, you've slowly pushed it all back because men are less inclined to pursue women when their natural primal instincts and desires are being met by the instant-access porn. The desire to see women naked, (laughs) to have an intimate relationship with a woman, is somewhat satisfied by porn. So they do not pursue women as aggressively it is a much more passive approach than it was 20 or 30 years ago. You see, single women, in a way, are competing with porn today. Now, this is where things get interesting. Have you noticed that over the last 20 years, women seem to be dressing more revealingly than in any, any time in the last century? Did you notice that if you go to the beach these days, almost any beach, over half the young single women are in the, the thong bikinis? How did this happen over the last 20 years and not over any 20 year time frame years prior? Why didn't it happen from 1920 to 1940, 40 to 60, 60 to 80? Why did it happen? Between the years 2000 and 2020, porn, the streaming industry, the instant access, the smartphones, all also happened during that time frame. It's a coincidence, isn't it? Do you think it helps women to dress like this? Let's do a little social experiment. To all the men out there, Let's say that there are two women sitting on opposite ends of the bar. One is wearing a short dress, boobs 80% showing, and the other is wearing tight jeans and a blouse. Both are very attractive to you. And you see, this is the thing about men. We notice you, ladies. (laughs) No matter what you wear, we notice you. We've done the math in our heads. We calculated it all (laughs) in a matter of seconds. We don't need much of your help for you to be noticed by us (laughs) a little. You got to show up, you know, looking put together. You can't just crawl out of bed, but, but otherwise we notice you regardless of how much your body, uh, how much of your body is on display. So anyway, back to the experiment, to the men out there, who are you more likely to approach? Both women are sitting alone at the bar. One in a low cut shirt and short skirt, one in tight jeans and a blouse, both very attractive. Who are you more likely to approach? Here is my take on this. So for me, it's the woman who is showing less. And here's why it is more difficult to talk to a woman who has everything hanging out. It's distracting. It's hard to look at your eyes, focus on, you know, above the the neck. Because everything's all on display. Furthermore, I think the woman who has more clothes on is more self-confident. This woman is gambling on her ability to have a conversation. She is not worried about being noticed by every guy who walks in. To me, that says confidence. So, hey, to each their own. But that's how I break it down. It's a thing I call approachability, a woman's ability to be approached. When you wear the spaghetti straps and the short skirts, you are less approachable than when you don't, in my opinion. As men, it is hard enough not to look at everything that's going on without a preview. (laughs) But as porn has swept through society, women have adapted to compete against it. Unfortunately, this has made the issue worse because now the average woman at the bar is less easy to approach. These are the social barriers that have been erected in front of us. They are difficult to see and even more difficult to tear down. It is truly unbelievable that all of this goes unnoticed, that all of this flies under the radar. You see, porn is really controlling the men. It's holding back their individual growth, tearing them apart from their wives, their family, more divorce, like we talked about in episode two. It's creating more fatherless homes, which creates more crime more problems in society it's controlling the men you are stuck in the maze and you don't even know it it's like tocqueville said the will of man is not shattered but softened bent and guided such a power does not destroy but prevents existence All of these small, complicated rules matter. They add up when you combine them together. A global look at the small, complicated rules, an aerial view of the maze itself, will likely bring you to another one of my favorite quotes from George Orwell, 1984. Every record has been destroyed or falsified. Every book has been rewritten Every picture has been repainted. Every statue and street and building has been renamed. Every date has been altered. And that process is continuing day by day and minute by minute. History has stopped. Nothing exists except an endless present in which the party is always right. You see, all these great quotes... It really does hover around confusion, Tocqueville and Orwell. Confusion is where the jester thrives. And you ever wonder how people become Marxists, how communist ideas resonate in the youth of America? The small, complicated rules are a huge factor And they are often difficult to see until you break them down like we have in this episode and in episodes prior. All that we have gone over in these episodes connect to each other. If you want to control people without controlling people, you need to do it slowly and systematically. The jester's hand is on the dial, turning the knob one click at a time. Trimming the margins, year in and year out. We need to break the wheel and it isn't going to happen if we keep doing the same thing and expecting different results. That's why I've already popped the cork on season two. I've got some ideas. Call me crazy. We don't have the luxury of letting good ideas go to waste. I've always been an outside-the-box thinker, and so I've put some stuff together. Maybe something will stick, and it'll help us. Let's give it a shot, because why throw away some potential good ideas? So next week will be Season 2, Episode 2. I haven't come up with the name yet, but we're going to fire off some more arrows to break the wheel, and it's going to challenge you like this episode has thanks for tuning in i hope you enjoyed it and thanks for sharing and reposting i do see it and i appreciate it big time i'll see you next week